Hello everyone, my name is Sam Hendricks and I'm the Director of Youth Ministry at Steelville Baptist Church in Steelville, Illinois. I want to welcome you all to the SBY Podcast. This podcast has been designed to keep the students of Steelville Baptist in God's Word, but it's also available worldwide through the Spotify app. Just search SBY on Spotify and you'll find us in the podcast section. Make sure to follow us to stay updated on new content. Today is Easter Sunday. I mentioned last week that this is one of my favorite times of the year. We get to hear of how much God sacrificed so we could spend eternity with Him. And it gives us a real understanding of how much God really loves us. Normally, we would be gathering this morning together in church. We would see each other in our best Easter outfits. We would be getting ready for Easter egg hunts and eating as much chocolate as our bodies can handle. But this year is different. Right now, some of us are just rolling out of bed. Some of us are sitting around in our most comfortable pair of pajama pants or sipping on our morning cup of coffee while sitting on the couch. But no matter where we are, no matter who we're with, and no matter what we're doing, the truth is, 2,000 years ago, he was betrayed by one of his own disciples. Jesus was arrested as an innocent man. He was falsely accused by his own people, and he was sentenced to death by crucifixion. Then he was sealed in a tomb, but three days later, on Easter Sunday, the tomb was found empty. Let's open in prayer. Dear God, thank you for today. I pray that you will open our hearts and our minds to understand this Easter message you have provided today. I pray that through this understanding, we're able to apply your message to our own life. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. There's so many things we have in our normal lives. Some of us play sports. Some of us love to go to the movies. We all have friends we love to hang out with, but throughout the past month, things have changed a lot. Most of the stuff we really enjoy doing isn't possible to do right now. A lot of us are sitting at home, day in and day out, getting tormented by our younger siblings. We just want things to go back to normal. Last week, we read Romans 8.28, which tells us that God can use every single detail in our life to be worked into something good. The situation throughout the world isn't looking great. It's going to be weeks, maybe even months before things start to resemble what we're used to being normal. But we can look at a similar situation in the Old Testament, and we can see that through faith in God and trusting His will, things will be better. In the book of Habakkuk, we can read of the prophet in a dialogue with God. Throughout the book, we can see how violent the nation of Judah had become and how far away from God they had fallen. 
This falls right in line with the entire world today. We're at constant war. The entire world seems to run on greed and hope for power. This is going on everywhere. The entire world has failed to maintain God's standard. Many parts of the world fail to even recognize God as their creator and Lord. But most importantly, these same things are going on in a lot of our own hearts. And because of this, God has brought down his judgment on the modern world. The world we live in has been slowed down. Here in the U.S., we're under a stay-at-home order for the foreseeable future. The things in the world that we enjoy are gone. Amusement parks are closed indefinitely. State parks are closed. Sporting events have been canceled. Some states are not sure if the school year will even start back up in the fall. The things we want and the things we enjoy are gone for now. But we must understand that there is one thing that can never leave us. There is one thing that can never be taken away from us. And we get an understanding of this when we read Habakkuk 3, 17, and 18. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms, and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails, and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields, and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. able to apply this Old Testament passage from Habakkuk to our modern world, we have to understand a few things. In verse 17, there are crops and animals mentioned, figs, grapes, and olives. None of these things were growing. Then it mentions livestock dying. This is very important to help us connect this passage to our own lives. These crops and livestock were the very thing that brought money and worldly happiness into the ancient world. Without these things, many people would think their life was empty. Many people would think they had nothing. We find ourselves in a similar situation today. While we aren't worried about figs, grapes, and olives, the worldly things we like are gone. The things we enjoy are closed or canceled. And we see this as a problem, but God is the answer to this problem. Habakkuk 3.18 tells us, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. During this situation, we must understand that God is in control. God has our best interest in mind in everything that happens in our life. And because of that, we should trust God and rejoice in the salvation given to us through Jesus Christ. This salvation is given to us through the resurrection of Jesus Christ that we celebrate today on Easter Sunday. It's not exclusive to anyone, but inclusive to everyone. But to be included, you must understand the life of Jesus. He was sent to earth by God for the sole purpose of giving people like you and me a chance. After we die, 
Whether we're Christians or not, we will stand judgment before God for our life on earth. God will see us one of two ways. He will either see us as the sinners that we were on earth and send us to hell as punishment for our sin-filled life, or he will see us as sinners who accepted the gift of life given to us by God through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. And through accepting God's gift, he will allow us to spend eternity in heaven as part of his family. This outcome is only available to us one way. You have to come to the Lord in prayer. Then you have to admit to God that you are a sinner and deserve hell as punishment for your sins. You must believe that Jesus died as a sacrifice for your sins and rose again from the grave. And finally, you must confess that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, asking him to forgive you of your sin and help you trust him. If you're ready to give your life to God instead of the world, wherever you are, you can repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner, and I know that I deserve hell. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. Please forgive me of my sin and help me to give control of my life to you. Thank you for saving my soul. Now help me to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you made this confession, I want to hear from you. This is a very important time in your life. This is just the beginning of what God has in store for you. And while we can't meet in person, I'm always available to talk. The easiest way to get a hold of me is through Facebook Messenger. And this invitation is open to everyone. If you need help and need someone to talk to, or if you just want to talk about random stuff, I would love to hear from you. Last week, I had mentioned that we're doing devotionals through the YouVersion Bible app. We started a new one a couple days ago called Quarantine Youth Prayer. Each day has a devotional, Bible reading, and a section to discuss how we can apply the reading to our own life. If you missed a day or two of this study, I'm also posting them on the Steelville Baptist Youth Facebook page. If you want to join the actual study within the app, shoot me a message on Facebook and I'll get you added to the group. I can't explain how much I miss you guys. I am so proud of how you stepped up and taken initiative in a time like this. Some of you have approached me with ideas of how we can get things as normal as we can. Some of you have made and posted videos online. Others are posting scripture on their own Facebook walls. And these are all amazing ways that you can keep God's word moving forward. Let's close in prayer. Dear God, thank you for this time where we're able to come together in your word. Thank you for being a loving God who gave us a chance. Thank you for sacrificing your own son for us. And God, I pray that your message reaches out to the world. I pray that the people that need your message hear it. Lord, I pray for continued safety over your children. I pray that the situation in the world makes us stronger Christians, and I pray that when we come out of this, 
we have a stronger relationship with you. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.